Hello and welcome back to my unsolicited advice. I'm Olivia and this is episode four and I am very excited because I have a very special guest. It is my BFF from high school and for life, Val. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> it's me. It's me, Val. <laughs> Well, yep, that's that. <laughs> that's just a little inside to me, <laughs> to who I oh, am. Oh, <laughs> God. Um, so if the audio sounds a little off, it is because I'm actually in Chicago, which is why I am with Val, and I do not have my microphone because I left that at my apartment in Tucson. So we are just recording on my laptop, and if it sounds jank, deal with it. Sorry. Um, but yeah, so... Today, we have a few topics to talk about. I don't know where it's going to go because I feel like we could end up on a few different tangents, but I guess we can start, well, I guess we'll say this. Today, our like main topic we're going to talk about is like friendship slash fake friends slash ending friendships slash toxic friendships, just kind of all of that, all of those topics because we actually became friends because like right before we became friends we both yeah. like cut ties with toxic yeah. friends our friendship blossomed from a beautiful friendship divorce it was a couple exactly. of friendship we went through a friendship divorce at the same time at the same time which then led to yeah. our friendship marriage yeah <laughs> i was about to say the same thing <laughs> so that is like how we became friends and that was my senior year of high school and her junior year of high school because i'm a year older and it just kind of blossomed from there and we've been friends ever since and obviously you guys know i go to the university of arizona so i was in arizona for the past four years and val graduated high school and then went to DePaul, which is in downtown Chicago. And my dad and my stepmom live in downtown Chicago. So every time I came home, I got to see Val, which was very nice because, I mean, if she went to a school out of state, I probably wouldn't be yeah. seeing her as much. But, yeah, it kind of worked out. Uh, do you have anything to say or add? Yeah, I feel like you covered it. This is how our friendship started. Mm-hmm. Um, but more importantly, our friendship started because... We had friendships end. (laughs) Yeah, that's honestly what happened. We kind of bonded over that because we realized that my ex-best friend and her ex-best friend were just not the greatest of humans. They were the definition of toxic friendships. Definitely. And both of us were in that relationship for six years and they just ended right at the same time and we both were just kind of awakened to what a good friendship should be. I mean, we continued to kind of stay friends with some people that weren't the best of people but it was a slow learning process Uh and now I think we could both confidently say not only with each other but with all of our friends in our lives that I mean we have a pretty good group of yeah good group of people in our life that we and they're good because we know how to pick them out now yeah because we spent a lot of time with bad people friendships how was your bad friendship well what was bad about your friendship okay so I guess The thing that sucks is, like, in the moment of it being a bad friendship, I didn't know how bad it actually was. But now looking back at it, I'm like, wow, that... I should have never let that happen. And, like, I mean, it was a six-year friendship. So the first, like, 
I don't know, four years, we'll say. Mm-hmm. We're, like, not that toxic slash if, to- like, probably not toxic at all. Yeah. I didn't think they were bad just because that was, like, the peak of our friendship. Um, we did everything together. Everyone knew us as the two girls who did everything together, basically. We were, like, family. And then as we kind of started getting more into high school, because we were friends until senior year of high school, probably like sophomore, junior year, people started coming up to me being like, you like should not let her treat you like that. And I was just like, it's normal. We're best friends. Like, it's not that big of a deal. But when I look back at it, like she was treating me like horribly. Like she would put me on the back burner. She would try to be friends with everyone else. And like everyone else was a priority when like I was her best friend. But, like, she didn't really give, like, two craps about me kind of thing. So I was just like, I probably shouldn't be treated like this. I got walked all over, and I just kind of realized that I need to stand up for myself. And so then it got to the point where I was just like, I can't let this go on any longer. I've been told for years that I shouldn't let this continue, and I let it happen. And one day I just was like... I just kind of cut it off. I kind of did it in a poor way, I think, because she asked me to get lunch after school one day, and I straight up was just like, I can't today. And then after that day, I just started ignoring her. I kind of ghosted her. That's a, that's the same way I did it. Yeah. I ghosted her. And I feel like I could have gone about it differently. I think maybe we could have talked about it. But I also knew that this was my decision. We were not going to be friends anymore. And I didn't want to have to, like, deal with her trying to apologize or convince me that, like, this could be better mm-hmm. or anything like that. Like, I didn't want her being like, I could do better, like, whatever. I just was straight up like... I'm going to college in, what was it, like six months, basically, maybe a little longer than that. Either way, I was about to graduate high school. I was about to go to college in Arizona, and I was like, I don't need you weighing me down anymore. And I also was like super upset about the fact that she was not very supportive of me going to Arizona. She kept questioning my decision. She was like, I don't get why you're going there. I don't see you going there. I don't think this is a good idea. And I was just like, that's not your yeah. decision to and make. And who flourished in college and who did Literally. You- and she also made a decision, which, I mean, I can't judge her for her decision, but she chose not to go to university, which obviously everyone has their own paths to take post high school. But I just was like, I saw the path she was about to take. I knew the path I wanted to take. Mm-hmm. And we were going two different directions. And I didn't want that anymore. So I said... I just don't think this is going to work. And we had a few months of it being really bad at school. Like, I had to call all of my best friends because we had mutual friends, obviously. And I had to say, listen, I'm not friends with her anymore. You can stay friends with her. Just know that, like, I'm distancing myself. And this is probably going to be weird for the next few months. And it got bad. And then it just got to the point where we were cordial and we could be in a room at the same time and not – I didn't want to rip her head off. And Mm – that's when it was like, okay. And then our prom pictures ended up being at the same place and I saw her and her family and like it was fine. But then I went to college and I didn't really didn't really think twice about it. And I just realized that it was the best thing I could have ever done. And now I don't let people walk all over me and I have my own voice and I stand up for myself. And that was like the biggest thing I learned 
from that friendship. And even when I tell my college friends about this relationship, they're all like, I don't know this girl and I don't know what you were like with this girl, but I can tell you that that was probably the best decision you could have ever made because I see who you are now and I hear what you talk about, how you were in high school, and I think you are probably way better now. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, the fact that you don't even know her and you don't even know high school me and you say that, like, that is so accurate and, like, that makes me feel good about my decision. That's interesting because... I never knew your friendship with her, yeah. but I was almost in the middle of the breakup because totally. I had, because I was like, I actually was friends with her yeah. too. I mean, friends is a strong word, yeah. but I associated with her yeah. and I would, you would tell me about all the bad things she would like do to you yeah. and then I would have lunch with her yeah. and in her mind, there was nothing wrong. Yes. Like, that's an That was the biggest problem, is that she never saw the way she treated me as poorly, and I was just like... And the thing that, like, was the biggest red flag is that I would see my two friends... I'll just say... I'll believe out their names. Mm-hmm. They have, like... Our two friends, they have the strongest best friend friendship. Like, they've been friends since, like, elementary school. Mm-hmm. And it is such a healthy best friend friendship. They are literally, like, sisters. Their family treats them like each other. They're both their daughters kind yeah. of thing. They've been friends for so many years, and they are just – it's such a healthy relationship. Yeah. And I would see that, and then I would compare that to me and my ex-best friend, and I would just be like, that is – like, that is what I yeah. want, and that's not what I'm getting, and I just feel like that is not – like, I can't put up with this anymore. And yeah. one of the girls in that healthy best friend relationship was the girl who was like, dude, you cannot do that. Like, you cannot have her treat you like this anymore. And she was friends with her, too. She was, like, mm-hmm. looking out for me. And so I was just like, I just don't think I can do this anymore. And if you don't, I feel like such an important thing about bad friendships is, like, if you settle in friendships, I feel like you will live the rest of your life settling for bad situations. For so, sure a huge learning stone in everyone's life is like learning to appreciate themselves enough to like not settle definitely. for shitty people in their life definitely but yeah she is such a wack <laughs> my like college friends would be like can i just see this girl and i'll just pull up their her instagram and they're just like i mean uh, if you put your picture next to her picture it's hard to believe you guys were ever a hundred percent my friends will look at her instagram like her most recent pictures and be like this was your best friend for six years yeah it's just it just was not a friendship I wanted to continue, especially with graduating high school and going to college. Like that is the peak moment in time to like make the change you want to change and become the person you want to become. Because especially for me, I was going to a school where I, I literally knew no one. I knew a few people from high school, but I wasn't like sticking with them. Like I was going to meet new people. I was going to be my own person. If I wanted to change anything about myself, like that was the time. Yeah. And I didn't want her like dragging me down while and I was going would've. to college. A hundred percent she would have. And I didn't want to deal with that. I mean, the the thing about that is, like, your friendship had a deadline. Like, it had a due date. 100%. Everyone knew it was eventually going to end. It was just, like, when? Definitely. When was it going to end? Definitely. And, I mean, it could have... It was hard, like, your senior year. That's, oh, like... I went home crying every single day for, like, two weeks when that, like, when the peak of that happened. And I, like, went home crying to my mom. And my mom was just, like what are you going to do? And I was like, I don't think I can be friends with her anymore. And this is someone who has been in not only my life, my family's life for six years. Like I brought her on family vacations. I brought her to family birthday parties, to family events. Like 
everything. I mean, same for me. Like, I always said that the hardest part about not being her friend was that I was going to miss her family. Cause her I family, remember you saying that yeah, a million times. Especially her mom. Me and her mom were, like, really close. And her mom used to joke. She was like, if you guys ever stop being friends, like, can you still keep in contact with me? And I was like, yeah, but that'll never happen. And then it happened. And then it just, yeah. well, it's just not something that I wanted to do. But You should yeah. tell a story of, like, an example of something she did. I don't even know how to pick one. She just, like, such a bitch. <laughs> I, like, because, understand, I was only in I there for the end. So I, I don't even, I did, I'm sure I wasn't even one of those people who were, like, you need to stop being friends because I didn't even know. I, I know. We became friends at the end. I don't know. Times that she was just so mean to me, she just, she, like, talked down on me. And, like, every, I think the thing is, is, like, I don't know if maybe I just had higher expectations for her as a best friend or just, like, Every time we were in a public setting, she just seemed like she wanted nothing to do with me. And it was annoying because a lot of people were not fond of her. Like, I lost a lot of friendships because she was my best friend and we were essentially attached at the hip. Mm -hmm. And towards the end, I had to tell people, I would be like, I am Olivia and she is her. Like, we are not the same person and I can do things without her permission slash like with her by my side like I wouldn't get invited to parties because they would think that she would come with me and like I was like that's not always the case but if I did get invited to something and she didn't she would be pissed at me certain things like that and then if we were in a group of people she just like she just like said really mean things to me she would try embarrassing me in front of other people and I like I in in itself already was super self-conscious and was very like soft-spoken and didn't really stand up for myself in high school. So like when she would do that, I would just feel even worse about myself. And like she also wasn't a very confident person, but she was a very loud person. Yeah. So she like could outspeak a lot of people. Yeah. So like if someone was talking, like, she was she, fake confident. Definitely. She's she definitely got through people through intimidation. Definitely. Like and she, that's you know what's crazy? It's like. I mean, that's exactly how my best friend was. Yeah. Like, everything that you just said applies to me. Yeah. I guess In the exact same way. Yeah. Let's, we can come back and forth, but, like, tell me about your breakup. I feel like you hit all the same spots because we are, like, our stories are exactly the same. Mm -hmm. It seems like these people would honestly just be perfect for each other (laughs) because of how just toxic they both are but I also became friends with this person when I was in elementary school and through we were always known as like the, the two of you yeah I wouldn't say I'm not gonna say the name because we're just gonna yeah. like give it away but it was like people knew one like we both came with each other everywhere we went and majority of our friendship she definitely kind of put me in the back she treated me like a child and made me feel like i was always lesser than her she would do these things where like if i ever did i remember this one time very vividly we were in her room and she treated me badly and i was just like so fed up that i stood up for myself and she was like okay now leave she was like get out get out of my house now oh my god and i was like i have never felt more uncomfortable i was like what um like I didn't know what to do and then she was like ha I'm just kidding like five minutes after and I didn't know what to do I was like I was just standing there and she's like I'm kidding and I was like uh I hated that yeah that sounds horrible and she would do things like that to me all the time would make me feel so bad her family um she was Caucasian I am not Caucasian I'm Latina (laughs) and her family would like talk about like basically latina people so bad in front of me and then would be like you're not like that and i was like 
Well, I am because I am Latina. I don't know. It was just like horrible and I didn't have the skills or like didn't know how to defend myself in yeah. situations like that. Um, her her parent her family would make fun of how I dressed. Really? Yes. And looking back on it, I'm like, I really don't understand what was in it for me, except for the fact that I was so scared that I ne- was never going to make any more friends and that I was never going to have that best friend. That's how I felt too, because I like waste, not wasted, but kind of wasted. I, when I look at it now, I'm like, I've learned so much from that friendship, but like also I think about it and I'm like, I wasted six years of my life on this one person and I could have been friends with like so many more people mm-hmm. and like she held me back from that. But it's like, what, like I, I don't think I got anything out yeah. of that friendship except for the fact that it ended the way it ended and now like I am the way I am because yeah. of it. And I think that's where friendship breakups are different because it sounds like you were fed up while I actually got to make new friends and I was making a lot of new friends and realized I literally don't need someone to treat me so bad when like look at how I've been doing for myself yeah and I and that was our last conversation was her being like basically manipulating me to feel bad for her because we weren't spending that much time together and, and saying like oh you like I I don't remember the details, but she was basically making me feel bad because I don't hang out with her when the bigger issue is like, I didn't want to hang out with her because she treated me so badly. And it's funny because a couple months ago, I stopped at a stoplight and, um, and I saw her car. I was like, oh, that's her car, her family car. I pull up to the car and her sister, I like look at her sister, sister. her younger sister's flicking me off. (gasps) And I was like... I have done nothing to you. We it's did, been how many years? years? Four? Three years. Four. Okay. And I was like, well, no, it has been four years. Yeah. Um, I have, our, our friendship ended like on, like we definitely just ghosted each other and moved on. But the last time I saw her is that she got in a car accident, in a huge car accident, which your best friend told me about. Oh. Your best friend was giving me tips on how to be a friend. She was like, you know, you're, you might not be friends with her, but you should go and check up on her. So I drove to the car accident place. I asked her, she, her family wasn't even there yet. It was just me and like her sisters. And I stayed with her until her parents got there, made sure she was okay, and then I left. And then we never talked again. I never even got like a thing. Not that I expected a thank you, yeah. but like, I, nice. and I missed a job interview to go see her at the car accident. <laughs> Didn't get that job. But even like, we never ended on bad terms yet. I don't know how it was after the fact that you stopped being friends, but she just talked so bad about me to other people and her sisters were mean to me. Her tweets were like very directed at me, very mean. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so glad that I just let that go. Yeah. Honestly, I no one ever told me what her reaction was, to be honest. I know you said like you saw how other people were treating you and you were like I don't need that for me like she this like when I tell this story it makes me sound kind of like shallow and like I don't know what the right word is but like honestly the cherry on top of our whole friendship that made me want to end it was we it was October when we stopped being friends it was like probably a week and a half before Halloween and my birthday is the day before Halloween and we were walking out of school and I said to her, I was like, what are we doing for my birthday? Like, are you planning anything? Are we doing a friend dinner? Like it was my 18th birthday and like, I that's saw- That's a big birthday too. That's what, that's what I think. And in my head, I was like, 
my best friend should plan something for my 18th birthday. I don't care if it's a dinner. I don't care if it's something small. But I felt as though if it was her birthday, I would have planned something for her. I remember this. And I asked her, as we were walking out of school, I said, are you planning anything for my birthday? And she looks at me and she goes, why would I plan something for your birthday? And I was like, what? And she was like, I'm not planning anything for your birthday. Mm -hmm. And I was like, are you kidding? And she was like, no. And I stormed off. I was so mad. And she, like, followed me. And then we just started screaming at each other, literally, while we were walking out of school. Like, literally from our lockers to the, like, the gym door exit to where our cars were. Like, screaming at each other. Kids were passing us in the hallway, just, like, I don't know, listening to us. The breakup was, was live. It was literally, it was a live, broadcasted, like, in front of your eyes break up and we were screaming at each other and we were like smiling screaming at each other like we knew it was a dumb fight we knew like we would laugh about it afterwards but I was still genuinely upset Mm -hmm. by it and we were like screaming at each other basically like how I was just like that's so like like you should plan something for my birthday basically which I mean when I think about it I'm like it's like a little like it's a lot to ask of someone but also she was my best friend of six years so it's really not a lot to ask of someone I feel like hasn't everyone done that forever like someone has always like and I would do the exact same thing for any of my friends Mm -hmm. and so literally and the funny part is is after we had that fight we got in each other's like in our separate cars and she called me and was like want to go to lunch and I was like yeah sure whatever (laughs) and so I did and we, like, didn't really talk about it. We, like, she was going through, like, some family stuff at the time. So, like, we were talking about that, which, like, did make me feel guilty because, like, our breakup did happen at the same time as, like, some family stuff was happening for her. So, like, I did feel guilty because I wasn't there for her for that. But also, like, I had to be selfish in, in – I had to yeah. be a little bit selfish for yeah. myself. But we, like, went to lunch after and we didn't really talk about it. And I think after that lunch I went home crying to my mom and was just, like – me and my ex-best friend got in a fight like at school like crying to my mom like I don't know what to do should I like what do I do and my mom was like you know why don't you talk to her why don't you like kind of let it cool down talk to her for the next few days whatever and just kind of every day after that I just started picking apart our friendship I was just like this was just the cherry on top of like being horribly treated that I was like I don't think I can continue this and then one day I went home after school and she texted me and was like, want to grab lunch? And I was like, no, I, don't, I can't. I'm like doing stuff with my mom. And she was like, okay. And then after that, I just kind of ignored her at school the next day. And yeah. I just kind of kept ignoring her. And then I think one day she was like, did I do something wrong? And I was like, no, I just like need some space right now. I'm just really busy doing stuff with my mom or something like that. And then it just kind of happened. And I don't really know if she was like talking about me to all of our friends. I know like during passing periods, like when normally we would walk together like I walked alone or if we would like meet up with some friends I would either just walk past everyone I would go straight to class I would talk to other people and some of like our mutual friends would come up to me and be like are you guys not talking and I would just be like yeah no like I I need some space right now and literally every single person was like I think this is the best thing you're doing for yourself right now but also I'm gonna stay friends with her. And I was like, I would never in a million years ask you to stop being friends with her because of me. And then literally like that next week was my birthday and a bunch of friends came together to plan me a like birthday dinner. And well, it was it was 
my stepsister and one other friend and I went to dinner and then afterward everyone was at my house and surprised me. You were there for that for yeah. tag and everything. Yeah. And we went that there was so my, long ago. I know. I. And I walked in my house and a, all, a bunch of my friends were there and it was like a surprise or whatever and my mom was there and there was a cake and it was fun and we all like hung out and obviously my ex-best friend was not there and it was very hard because like I, at that week of like not being friends with her, I went home crying every day because I was like, I'm about to lose every single friendship I have and I'm like literally going to have no friends for the rest of senior year and I was so paranoid and then... I just realized that I had a bunch of friends who like still cared about me. It didn't really matter if I was friends with her or not. And then me and Val started getting really close yeah. and like our other friends, like we became like this friend group. And, and that she was, didn't really have one. No, she kind of drifted into some other people's like friend group. I, some of our mutual friends still talk to her, but I think she's the only one who's still like really close to home still and everyone either went to college or moved to a different town and yeah that was pretty much what happened and I think I've grown into a lot better of a human being since that friendship ended honestly it's crazy because like sometimes I scroll through social media and I see the people we went to high school with and it's crazy because like I mean, I just graduated college. Val is a year away from graduating yeah. college. Some people didn't even go to college and they're already in their careers or they're doing God knows what. Mm -hmm. And some of them are getting married and having babies. Yeah. Or not getting married and having babies. Yeah. And I think that trying to describe the type of high school that we went to and the type of people oh my we went to high school with it would be a three hour long podcast because there is no way to describe these people. We're all so different, yet all so similar at yeah. the same time. And the stories that just came out of this place are absolutely insane. And to give you like a little bit of an idea of our high school, if you don't know either of us personally or know where we went to high school or whatever, let's start with there's 4,000 people in our high school. Uh -huh. That number alone like shocks so many people when yeah. I tell them. Which means each of our graduating classes were like a thousand. You had your jocks, you had your geeks, you had your theater kids. Okay, mean girls. You had your, your druggies, your stoners. <laughs> and then you had us. Yeah. The kids who didn't really fall into a yeah. category. We weren't in a category. We weren't we cool, weren't. we weren't uncool. Yeah. Definitely nobody really thought about us. We, we just weren't like, the popular kids. We weren't the unpopular kids. We were like the middle tier kids who just kind of slipped by sort nobody of. thought about us sort of, yeah and like we were cordial with probably a lot of like we yeah. could we could hold conversations with like anyone in any of these categories i remember in one of my classes i sat next to a girl who was like part of the quote-unquote popular group <laughs> and my other friend in her science class sat next to another girl in the quote-unquote popular group sat next to uh, and me and my friend honestly I'll just say her name because she's still one of my best friends I, I don't even know if she listens to this either way my friend Felicia she sat in science class next to another girl who was quote-unquote popular and I just remember I would get all the tea from the girls I sat next to on the popular group gossip and she would get all the tea from the girl she sat next to on the popular group gossip and then we would come together and be like oh my god did you hear about what's going down in that friend group oh my because God. they always had something happening. Like, 
well, first of all, I think they were all hooking up with each other, which yeah. is already Every high red school flag. has the incest- incestual friend group. Yeah. Like, they all have hooked up with one another, mm-hmm. and they're all still best friends. And it's gross. Not gross. It's weird because, to this day, they all still hang out when they go back home. And they all still practice incest with <laughs> each other. Probably. <laughs> but it's just so funny because, like... We were just the kids who just, like, we wanted to hear the insight of the popular kids. We didn't want to be a popular kid. and But we also, like, weren't the weirdos running around. Yeah. Like, we were just, like, there. My boyfriend refers to me now, three years after I graduated, as a walking encyclopedia because I was so middle tier that I knew everything, everything. <laughs> about everyone. And I was also an extremely quiet person same so like well someone might not tell me i heard it yeah and i knew everything that was happening and you know looking back on it now i have so many stories i have so much blackmail that i'm never going to use (laughs) like it's funny because we're just so observant like we just observe we sit back and we watch we don't need to like go on and like spread it all Mm -hmm. but we know it we know that it happened and like we can talk about it today and like laugh about it because like we witnessed it or we heard about it or whatever but like we weren't a part of it honestly i I still stand by that to this day all my friends make fun of me like whenever we're like out at the bars or whatever i'm just like staring there or standing there like drinking my drink and just like observing the crowd yeah because like i'm in my own world but like i'm like getting a glimpse into everyone else's kind of thing yeah i think the best place where you could be was that middle tier for sure i would have never wanted to be part of that group that everyone gossiped about i never wanted to be and i mean i could have gone lower i wouldn't have cared i think the best people that i met in high school were the people that nobody really cared about and i only met them my senior year of high school which i always complain about that now because i'm like i wish i actually got to know those people like I didn't hear about them until my last year, and there were so we, many cool people that we missed because everyone was focusing elsewhere. We both, like, didn't really have our time to shine with friends until senior year. Yeah. I mean, I truly only had second semester to, like, spread my wings, but, yeah. like, you got senior year to reach, like, to expand your friend group and, like, meet new people, which, like, is another thing that... I can't say as a regret because I don't regret anything and everything happens for a reason. But, like, if I were to have all of high school not to be tied down by one friend yeah. and, like, I could have befriended so many more people, like, I don't even know what kind of person or what friend group I would be in yeah. today, which is crazy to think about. And sometimes I think about that. Is that a blessing or a curse? Because I, after I stopped being friends with this person, very similar to you, a ton of people came out and were like, we always liked you. We just hated her. Yes, same. And a lot, and it held me back from a lot of opportunities. I heard it from boys. I heard it from girls. And it's like, okay, I probably would have had a lot of opportunities to have a lot of friends, but I feel like in a way, I also saved myself some trouble by only having one friend. True. So that might be the only good thing that came out of the friendship. I didn't explore avenues that probably would have led me into trouble. True. But it would have definitely been fun to learn from my mistakes rather than not experience it. Yeah. I remember people would come up to me after I stopped being friends with her and they would be like, oh, like, where is she? And I'm like, oh, we aren't friends anymore. And they're like, what? You guys are not friends? And I'm like, no, like, I just like, I realized that that just like wasn't good for me anymore. That's not the person I want to be friends with. And they're like, oh my God, like, do you know how many times I've wanted to hang out with you? But like, I didn't want to invite you because I knew she would come. Well, that's the same thing with me. I never wanted to hang out with her, but I wanted to hang out with you. Yes. And I'm just like, (laughs) 
That is so annoying. And I would always look at these people and I'd be like, do you not understand that I am my own person? Like, I easily, if you would have invited me somewhere and were like, hey, like, I don't really want her coming, but I want you coming, I would have been like, I can make that happen. Like, <laughs> I'll be there. You're like, I've been waiting yeah. for an escape. <laughs> I literally, like, I always thought, like, I all of my connections were always through her because she would always be, like, party-seeking. She would always be like, oh, my God, this person's having a party and we're going to go. And I would go because she found out about the party. So, like, I would go and everyone always be like, you're her shadow. You follow her around like a puppy dog. And I'm just like no I'm just like not allowed to be my own person because everyone doesn't want anything to do with me because I'm attached to her and that was like such a horrible feeling to have knowing that like that was how I was perceived by so many people but then also they see me now and I'm just like meh I don't need any of you yeah (laughs) looking back at it now I'm like I didn't even want to be friends with you in the first place (laughs) yeah from those friendships I've definitely gotten more picky on who I can be friends with for sure I realized that what me and all of my good friends have in common is that we all secretly watched Jersey Shore when we were growing up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. That is so so true. My personality was shaped by 2009 Jersey Shore. Oh my god. One of my college best friends, Jody, and I'm sure she might be listening to this, actively to this day watches Jersey Shore. Uh, me too. No, yeah. Me and Moses watch highlights. I think highlights. it is her favorite show. Oh my god. Yes. It is my favorite show. But that is so funny. Yeah. We're kind of getting to the end. I guess with all of that, we've kind of covered on basically just the background of our toxic friends but I do want to have a few points because you know this is my unsolicited advice so we have to have some advice within this within this episode I guess I kind of want to talk about maybe if you're listening and you either think you're in a toxic friendship or relationship whatever it be and you I don't know if you're looking for a sign or you need maybe some pointers of like what a red flag could be or like how to I don't know, how to safely get out of that relationship, which, I mean, we kind of said how we did it, but I guess, like, maybe we should give, if anyone out there, whoever is listening, one day, hopefully, there will be people out there listening. Maybe we can just give each other this advice one day. Yes, like... Or our kids. What? True, our kids. Oh, I love that. What should we say to people out there who either are in relationships with people who they just think are toxic or like some pointers on how to know your friendship is toxic yeah or your friendship or relationship is toxic maybe like red flags or like pieces of advice on how to like get out of that relationship like safely do you have anything i think that the biggest thing i would say is that you know we take like romantic relationships very seriously and we analyze them a lot and they're analyzed a lot by outsiders yet we don't do that with friendships. And I Mm -hmm. think that it's really important because we didn't do that in our friendships. And that's why we ended up having such bad experiences that were caused by people who we thought were our friends. So I think that we should self-analyze all of our friendships and understand like their worth or what they're, how they're, what's that word? Benefiting? How they're increasing our quality of life. I think that's that's good. If you're if you're sitting in a friendship or relationship and you're thinking or if you're in a friendship or relationship and you're thinking like I don't know if this person is the best person I should be friends with right now or something along those lines like maybe sit and think about why you think that that person isn't adding value to your life or if they're treating you or they're mistreating you 
and like not being the kind of friend you're looking for like if you try opening up to them and they like shut you down or they can't listen to you talk for five minutes if you're trying to like I don't know ask for advice or whatever like and they're just not there listening like that's definitely not a good relationship or like if there's other just like smaller red flags because like for me like I had a lot of pent up red flags like I had red flags throughout the entire relationship I mean the biggest one are people being like you should probably stop being her friend but it literally was the smallest action towards the end of the relationship that was seriously just the cherry on top that just lit my fuse to be like this is not this is not going to continue. So if you can get out of a relationship before you have all of those red flags just built up, then like it would save you a lot of time and energy. But I think the best thing to do, honestly, I think our ghosting method probably wasn't the best way to go about it. But I feel like it was my best. I mean, I don't know how else I would have done it. So I definitely think what we did was right for us. But I think honestly, if you think it's like a healthy and safe way to just text your friend call your friend sit your friend down to be like listen like I just don't really know if like honestly you kind of have to take it as a friendship breakup is just as real as a relationship like as a significant other breakup and honestly sometimes you just have to be like listen like I think we should part ways I think we should go on and do different things we're just not growing into the same type of person or we're not we're very different or whatever and I think you just have to think about how to do it but definitely don't let a toxic friend drag you along for longer than necessary because I definitely think we both were in that relationship for probably like three years too long yeah because it was six years total yeah I wouldn't say six years too long because I have to say at the beginning of both of our friendships I think we probably thought they were good friendships we wouldn't have started the friendships if uh if they were bad at the beginning But but at the end like while it might be scary to go through that friendship breakup it's always better to be alone than with bad company and I think definitely that's something you just need to cut off do it fast do it definitely I think literally at the end of that friendship I went home crying every single day because I thought I was never gonna have another friend again like which is not true no like I literally thought like I was never gonna have another friend again because she was my best friend for six years and I was just like no one's ever gonna replace her but that's also how like I also have never been in a relationship or experienced a real relationship breakup. So that was my first breakup. And like, I think I've heard many people say after they get broken up by their first significant other that they're like, I'm never going to find someone as good as that person. And like, that's literally never true. So if you find yourself in the predicament of my friend is treating me really poorly or I just don't see value in our friendship anymore, you just need to have the courage and strength to just be like listen this isn't working out anymore and I think we need to break up (laughs) (laughs) and that's that (laughs) yeah (laughs) or just ghost them (laughs) yeah although ghosting never killed nobody I mean call her daddy's um advice is just to block him so yeah but I wouldn't take that route on a friendship (laughs) but yeah I think that was pretty much everything we have to say for this episode I think we covered a lot of good topics we gave some advice. Val, do you have anything to add at the end? Do you want to plug yourself? Yeah. Okay. Follow me at <laughs> T Val Navarro. T V A L N A V A R R O. You could also probably find her. Actually, follow me on Twitter. I don't even post on Instagram. <laughs> My Twitter is Val V A L Navarro N A V A R R O underscore. 
Yeah. That's where I really pop off. Alrighty. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure if you go on any of my social media, you could also probably find her social media. But you know where to follow me, so do that. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, please and thank you. Right, that's good. Val. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and with that being said, this has been my unsolicited advice. Okay.